Maryland made on three. Maryland made on me. One, two, three. Maryland, Maryland made. Welcome to another episode of the Maryland Made Podcast. The Maryland Made Podcast provides timely, relevant, and practical information to empower student-athletes to explore their potential and pursue their passions. Joining me today are two special guests. We have Sonia Glauber uh, of the Terrace Women's Gymnastics Program and Brett Maycar of the Men's Lacrosse Program. Sonia and Brett, how are y'all doing this morning? Good, how are you? Doing well, Walt. Thanks for having us. No doubt. I'm doing well. I'm excited. Um, it's Thursday, so almost at the end of the week. Um, you know, my birthday is in May, so May is quickly approaching. I know y'all are graduating soon, so May is quickly approaching for y'all. So excited to have both of y'all uh, join me today um, as a senior send-off type of episode. Um, we have two senior student-athletes here um, that have been at Maryland doing great things on the field. Uh, on the mat, but also in the classroom, also in the community. Um, so excited uh, to dive into this conversation uh, with Sonia and Brett. And before we get into what they've done um, in, in their Maryland career as a student athletes, um, I'll, I'll ask y'all, you know, a question about what were y'all up to kind of before Maryland. Um, so Sonia, I'll start with you. Tell me a little bit about your upbringing and your hometown and some things like that. And how has your childhood shaped you into the person you are today? Um, yeah, so I'm originally from Syracuse, New York. I grew up in a small town called Jamesville um, in Syracuse. I have two older siblings, so definitely the youngest by a decent amount of years. Um, but I've actually moved around a lot. So in seventh grade, I moved to Southern California, which is kind of ultimately where um, I got recruited and started taking gymnastics seriously. Um, in California, gymnastics is also much more um much more of a big deal than in New York so the gyms the club gyms are much better in California than they are in New York so it was definitely a big climate change for me um but ultimately I think moving kind of is what got me to be able to be a D1 athlete um and yeah I essentially was looking more at West Coast schools before I was looking at like Big Ten schools just because um of where I was in California, but my parents told me that they were moving to North Carolina once I graduated high school. So I kind of flipped the switch and decided to go more East coast. Um, and yeah, I ended up taking an official here at Maryland right before my senior year. Um, and kind of just fell in love with the program. The coaches, um, were super nice, very family oriented here and, um, kind of just found my home. So yeah. Nice. Glad you made the trip all the way from the West Coast uh, up to the DMV. Um, but appreciate you for sharing that. And Brett, what about you, man? Yeah, so uh, similar to Sonia, I uh, grew up in New York, small town, uh, Yorktown. Um, and that's where I was born and raised, spent my whole childhood there and high school years as well. Uh, and definitely shaped me into the person I am today. Um, big lacrosse community in Yorktown, so kind of fell in love with the game as a young kid. And uh, I think I first picked up a stick in second grade and then kind of just went from there. Uh, but uh, definitely my older brother, Tyler, had the biggest impact on me in terms of lacrosse. I'm, I'm one of four boys, uh, so I'm the, I'm the third of four. And, uh, I mean, my dad played lacrosse in high school, and uh, my brother Tyler was a huge influence on me in terms of lacrosse. But uh, Yorktown was a great community, very tight-knit community, and um, they loved their sports programs. So uh, just being in high school, I, I knew – from a young age, it meant a lot being a student athlete. And that kind of led me to Maryland and, and helped me get recruited and uh, end up being a Terp. So really happy for, for all the opportunities I had and, and grateful for, for the experience to be able to be at Maryland now. 
Gotcha, man. I appreciate that. And are you a, are you a Brett Favre Jets fan or like how did you become a Brett yeah, Favre? So, Brett Favre um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge, huge Brett Favre, huge Packers fan. Oh, I'm actually named after Brett Favre. So uh-huh. um, my father, Keith's a, a huge Packers fan, lifelong Packers fan. Um, so uh, I know. Uh, so being one of one of four boys, uh, he couldn't win my mom over on the first two. But uh, the third one being the third child, he, he was able to win her over and uh, named me after Brett Favre. So uh, always been a big Brett Favre fan and, and kind of try to model the way I play a little bit after him and kind of in terms of taking risks and trying to make the big play. So I got you. I like that. I like that yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, both of y'all mentioned, you know, y'all been playing, you know, sports, your sport uh, for a while. Um, Brett talking about, you know, where you're from. It's kind of, you know, a lacrosse town having brothers that, that play lacrosse. And it's on you. You moved around and um, kind of excelled uh, in gymnastics uh, out, out in California. But um. Um, when did y'all first start playing the sport? Um, and then like, when did you know that you could be a collegiate student athlete? And Sonia, I'll start with you. Um, so I was actually kind of a late bloomer to gymnastics. I think a lot of people, the normal answer is like three to five when you hear gymnasts talk about when they started, but I didn't really start like competitively till I was like six or seven. Um, and again, once I moved, it kind of took off. So I think once I was in like seventh grade, I think that's kind of when, um, my my flip switch to like taking practices a little more seriously and then um kind of once you hit the freshman year I think that's when everything starts to get pretty real um and you start to really think about where you want to go and if anyone's interested I think especially in sport of gymnastics um they've changed some rules now but before you can get recruited like really early on um, so I mean, from like freshman year, you could start getting calls and stuff and emails from coaches. So, um, I think that's kind of when I started taking it more seriously. And when I realized like I could kind of do something with this. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You say six, seven, that's pretty late, but I, I guess uh, for gymnastics, um, people are like starting super, super young, but yeah, six to seven, I feel like that's a good, that's more than enough time to like figure <laughs> it out, but thanks for sharing yeah. <laughs> Brett, what about you? I know you said you started lacrosse at 12. Is that correct? Actually, earlier. So okay. I first started playing uh, in second grade, just second. doing like some some small youth clinics and then um, kind of played all through elementary school, all through middle school. But uh, it wasn't until middle school age I kind of started to take it a little more serious. Um, but in terms of playing in college, like never really thought about it too much. I kind of just wanted to become uh, a good enough player and kind of develop into it to be in a good player, just to be able to play for my varsity team. It was such a big deal for, for my town you know, to play varsity sports and be on the high school team. That that was kind of just my number one goal always growing up. And uh, it wasn't until my freshman year or so of high school where I uh, kind of realized that maybe I could play in school and uh, play at a university like Maryland. Um, and then and then kind of once I just visited Maryland, knew it was, was a great spot for me and would do anything it took to come here, uh, getting to know Coach Toman and, seeing how genuine of a person he is. And, and I knew he would not only want me to be the best person or player I could be, but also want me to develop into being the best person I could be, which is really important. Absolutely. And y'all both are out-of-state student athletes. Um, and y'all both kind of t- touched on, you know, kind of um, why you decided to come to Maryland or like, you know, your visits to Maryland. But what was um, the, like the deciding factor, um, you know, deciding to be a Terp? And Sonny, I'll start with you. Um, yeah, so I think – a big aspect of it for me was when I was able to like visit in person, just because I think 
when I was recruited again, I was like 3000 miles away. So emailing and, and calls and stuff were awesome, but it wasn't really, um, didn't really give you like the full big picture. So I think my official visit was kind of when everything changed and they were able to offer me like in person, which was awesome. But, um, just being able to like meet the team and sit in on practices and stuff and comparing that to other universities, I think, um, being able to like see how the team acted with one another and um, how the coach acted with their own athletes was like huge for me. Um, and here it was just very family oriented. Brett had his kids in the gym and his dad coached before him. So um, having that was like awesome for me and made me feel super at home. Um, and yeah, just being able to like be in the environment is huge. So that was definitely like what changed my mind, I guess. And what really ultimately made my decision to to come here. Gotcha. And Brett, you didn't have to travel 3,000 miles, but you did have to come down uh, south a little bit. Uh, what was the deciding factor for you to um, choose Maryland? Yeah, I mean, I think just anytime an athlete's going through the recruiting process, you know, uh, it's pretty normal for coaches kind of just wanting to, to tell, tell you what you want to hear and kind of give you these, these promises and kind of try and lure you to come to their school. But uh, at Maryland, it was it was different and unlike any visit that I had uh, in the sense that uh, I wasn't promised anything coming here. Uh, you know, University of Maryland and especially lacrosse program is built on a strong worth ethic, being the best version of yourself you could possibly be and having to hold yourself to a high standard. Um, and, and Coach Tillman made that clear when I came to Maryland the first time and I wanted to be a part of that so badly. So once I was able to get to know Coach Tillman, the rest of the coaching staff and uh, similar to Sonia say, see the way the program operates, how the guys interact with each other uh, really stood out to me. Um, but mostly just the culture of Maryland and especially the lacrosse program built on working hard and nothing being given to you and, and having to earn everything meant a lot to me. Absolutely. I love that, man. Um, and, and speaking of that, y'all both, of course, committed to Maryland as student athletes and y'all have been here. Um, so what were some of those goals? I'll start with you first, Brett. Like what were some of your goals uh, entering into Maryland? Like, academically of course athletically but also like personally and professionally did you have anything uh, on your mind yeah I think just uh Maryland changed my perspective on a lot of things and I think I really was able to grow up here and, and develop into a, a young adult I think I, I came in kind of as a kid and uh can definitely confidently say once once I leave Maryland and graduate I'm I'm leaving an adult that uh has learned a lot had a lot of experiences uh learned what adversity is ups and downs and um, definitely has shaped me into the person I am today. But uh, I think just coming into Maryland, I, I wanted to be someone that uh, obviously graduated, did well academically, um, had a good GPA, uh, and just made my parents proud. I mean, I know both my parents weren't able to go to four-year universities. My mom um, went to college but locally, and then my father uh, didn't go to college, but learned to trade and, and started his own business as an electrician uh, when he was young. So I just know it meant a lot for that to them to, to be able to provide me with this kind of opportunity. And uh, I just didn't want to make them proud. That was my biggest goal was, was to make my parents proud. I know how much they sacrificed for, for me to be in this position today. And I uh, just wanted to take advantage of every opportunity I was given in coming to Maryland. And then just as a lacrosse player, kind of just trying to be um, the best, best version of myself as well. I really kind of just put my head down and work. Once I came to Maryland, I saw how talented uh, everybody was on the, on the team was and, and how much work it was going to take for me to be able to develop into a good player and have a role on the team. So kind of just put my head down and work. Um, that's that's kind of been my story and, and what's led me to be the person I am right now. 
Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that, man. And it seemed like you have been meeting um, most of your goals that you that you set out for yourself on um, being able to like play as a freshman, uh, but also I'm not again, not only exceeding on the field, um, being all American, being all conference, but also being, um, you know, all academic Big Ten as well and setting that example. But um, really um, showing what it means to be a student athlete, man. So thanks for sharing that. It seems like you're focused um, the moment you stepped on uh, to, the, to the field. Yeah. Sonny, what about you? What were some of your goals uh, heading into Maryland? Yeah, I think um, similar to Brett, I think coming in, um, obviously playing these sports in high school, your parents dedicate so much time and effort into, you know, getting you to practices and um, all that stuff when you're in high school that I think being able to uh, be a D1 athlete and just like, um, again, make your parents proud is huge for a lot of people. So similar um, similar for me, but again, coming in and wanting to, you know, graduate in four years from a credible institution and uh, keep keep a good GPA was also huge for me. Academics is like super important to to my mom and dad. So they instilled that for me when I was um, little. So that was a huge goal of mine, just to make sure that um, I keep up with that and stay on top of that. My parents always said, you know, school comes first. Um, and even in the gym, we have a uh, on our whiteboard, it says like school, gymnastics, everything else underneath. So um, that always comes first, but I think also just kind of like Brett said, you know, you come in, you're young, but college for anyone, athlete or not, is like a huge growing and learning experience. So I think um, taking that in and really trying to be the best person I can be, um, learn from my mistakes as the years go on and um, really just figure out who I am. And I think leaving in these next, this next month or so, I can confidently say that I have um found my person and um am proud of everything that I've accomplished and just wanting to engage in everything that athletics offers so like even just all everything Maryland made offers to being able to participate in um all those opportunities um and be more than a student athlete um was huge for me too so no doubt and you compete in gymnastics of course um and um, about about to graduate soon. Um, looking to go into law school, but also being a leader uh, for SAC for multiple years. I'm glad that I got to be a part of SAC this year uh, for your last year. But definitely enjoy your leadership and um, excited about your future uh, as you as you move on from Maryland. And so I mean, you were kind of talking about that, like um, how big it was to be kind of more than an athlete and kind of like find yourself. Um, and like being a student athlete is a lot, right? You have your academics, of course, but you also have that uh, component of being an athlete. But then also, like, you, it's college, right? You have to have some type of social life as well. Um, but y'all also were impacted by COVID-19 um, in, in your college experience. I feel like y'all as seniors, um, y'all actually had some type of normalcy, I would say, like maybe y'all first year. But after that, it, you know, it's been it's been wild. Um, so kind of how are y'all able to balance everything? So one, being a student, one, being an athlete, but also just being a college student. And then even uh, once COVID um, impacted your experience, how were y'all able to balance and maintain uh, who you are? Like who's like, who's Sonia and like, who's Brett? And Brett, I'll start with you for this question. Yeah, I think just the biggest thing for me through all that was kind of just control what you can control. You know, there's so many outer circumstances that I didn't have any power or control over. So all I could focus on was uh, continue to try and do well in school, even though adjusting to online was definitely tough and presented its challenges for me. Um, and then obviously trying to be an athlete and make sure I was able to uh, stay in shape and, and stay um, playing at a high level was, was really hard to do. But 
uh, definitely taught me a lot about myself. And like I said, that's just a part of the experience in terms of dealing with adversity and having to overcome challenges. And I think kind of just after what I've been through at Maryland, my four years here, uh, it's presented me with a lot of those challenges and obstacles I've had to overcome. And uh, I feel confident going into the real world that I'll be able to tackle anything in my way just because of uh, having to deal with those obstacles like COVID and many other things as well. So. Sonny, how about you? How are you able to kind of maintain that balance with so much on your plate and, you know, so much going on? Yeah, I think obviously pre-COVID, um, just time management skills are um, super, super important. Being an athlete, um, coming in as a freshman, I think my busiest year, honestly, was freshman year just because of study hall hours and um, having tutors and stuff, which those slowly go away, um, I think, as you uh, become an upperclassman. So, I mean, my day was definitely like wake up, go to class till about noon, go to practice till about four, go to lift till five and then study hall or tutoring till like six or seven. So um, just being able to like have that order, I think was huge for me. Um, And each year finding my new routine um, really helped me. And the resources that athletics provides were also super helpful too, just with our counselors and advisors and everything. Um, but I think when COVID hit again, um, like Brett was saying, I think it's just super important to take everything day by day. That was basically what our coaches said, because I mean, things would change with like a blink of an eye within 24 hours. So I think again, like he said, controlling what you can control was huge because, um, there was literally nothing we could do about any, any of the circumstances happening in front of us. So, um, after being sent home, I mean, it was just team meeting after team meeting on Zoom and um, really just taking taking what anyone could give us was kind of just all we had. Um, and yeah, that was kind of kind of all we could do, I think, in that moment. But um, coming back last year um, definitely was a, another big change with online school and stuff. Um, and again, finding that routine um, was huge for me. But um, I mean, I think we were all happy that we were able to play our sports and participate last year. So, yeah. yeah absolutely. And one day at a time, I feel like I definitely picked that up, too. Um, I feel like in athletics, being in athletics my whole life, playing and then also like being a coach. I feel like we always typically try to plan stuff out and have like a, a set plan. But like COVID changed everything. And like you said, like we didn't know like what will happen and what the, the whole testing protocol it was just all over the place. But um, yeah, we're still, you know, moving forward and, and still trying to adjust to, to the new normal. But thanks uh, for both of y'all for sharing that. Um, and next question I have is for y'all, like, we'll have some younger student athletes listen to this, of course, and some may be kind of undecided on their major and like minor and where they see like, their careers going. But uh, Brett, I'll start with you first. Um, what ultimately led to you choosing your major um, and, you know, kind of when did you figure that out? Yeah, so I think just the biggest thing that I've learned and in- um, I mean, even when, when I kind of chose my major, uh, I still didn't have an exact idea about what I wanted to do in terms of a career or uh, specialize in going forward. But um, I kind of just decided my major because I knew it was a broad, broad terms of study, just going into communications. I knew there was going to be so many different avenues I would be able to go down once I kind of chose that major. And then ultimately, once I kind of started to pick up an idea of what exactly I wanted to do, um, I decided to do the business minor as well. So kind of was able to get some business experience and business background while also taking um, some pretty useful communications classes and, and going down the PR track, learning how to 
kind of develop my writing skills, which is something I've always been passionate about. And um, so, yeah, that's always been uh, something that was really important to me was, was writing and um, something I've always enjoyed. So that major was perfect for me in that sense. And then also, like I said, being able to do the business minor, getting some business background and experience there. Um, but I would definitely say for any uh, freshman or, or student athlete coming in, don't feel pressure to have to pick your major right away. You know, that's what I think one of the greatest things about college is, is getting to feel a lot of things out and experience a lot of different things, take a lot of different courses um, and kind of narrow down your options or, or narrow down uh, what you want to do through that. So uh, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, don't freak out or overwhelm um, yourself with having to pick a major right away because that's one of the beauties of it is learning as you go. Wise words for sure, man. I also uh, got my uh, bachelor's degree in communication. So definitely, um, you know, understand you from that point and um, kind of a broad major and, um, you know, using some of your skills that you feel like could, could kind of correlate with that. But uh, thanks for sharing that. Sian, what about you? Uh, why Krim? Um, and, and when did you decide that? Yeah, so I was actually undecided for the first two years of college. So anyone listening that thinks they have to choose immediately, you definitely don't. Um, I actually really kind of enjoyed being undecided just because I, I mean, I took, I'm a career major now and I took biology, economics, um, everything under the sun. And I definitely learned what I did not like, which I'm like super grateful for because it kind of made me realize my strengths as like a pre-law student and like made me realize almost what I wanted to do taking those classes that I hated. <laughs> um, so I think by the time I, you have to declare as a, after your sophomore year, I believe, like summer going into your junior year, you have to have a major. So I knew it was coming down the pike. Um, and I, before coming to college, I had kind of known I wanted to go to law school, but it wasn't like a set thing in my mind. It was kind of just there. Um, and then again, after taking those courses, I kind of realized that some sort of legal uh, major was what I wanted to, what I wanted to do. Um, and I had taken a crim class my freshman year, and it was like my favorite class that I had taken um, my out of my freshman sophomore year. So when it came to decide, my mom was really just like, what was your favorite class you took? And um, that was kind of honestly like what uh, made me make my decision. Um, and then my junior year, I decided to um, enroll in like the Law and Society program, which is also a minor. Um, and honestly, I think that was like a huge part of uh, what helped me get into some law programs um, and was super influential on um, just like my resume and stuff. It really helps. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah, different times uh, for our younger student athletes listening, like y'all have time for sure. Um, and again, try, try things uh, and it may be even more beneficial to, to understand what you definitely don't like and, and don't see yourself doing. So um, great advice there. Um, and, you know, speaking of that, I think law and society, uh, but kind of hearing you um, getting involved with that minor, but also know that you were involved with SAC. Um, but like, what are some of those things outside of like the classroom and, and off, um, you know, off the, the mat that you're involved with and that have, you know, helped you uh, in your college experience? Um, I think out of the gym, um, obviously taking just like leadership roles was like super beneficial for me. Um, kind of made me had like another group of friends, which is super nice just because I love my teammates, but we see each other 24 seven. So um, kind of being able to have um, a different support system 
was super nice. Um, and just like a change of pace rather than like going to practice, going to class, going home, going to practice, going to class, going home. Um, so yeah, just being involved in SAC, um, just being on exec board the past two years and just, um, a normal team rep my sophomore year, um, was super eye opening and, um, really honestly allowed me to like broaden my horizons and like add different, um, personality traits for me I feel like mm -hmm. I really learned how to be a leader and um then also just doing internship academy I was able to intern last summer which was super helpful um um just kind of helped me build my resume and um yeah so I think all those things kind of not only were like good experiences for me out of the gym because I've been in the gym my whole life but um also kind of helped me shape my personality and gain some new characteristics and stuff throughout college so yeah Absolutely. Brett, what about you? Are there any programs or any like groups that you were involved with, like outside of, um, you know, the lacrosse team and yeah. outside of the classroom that helped you um, in your college experience? Yeah, I mean, I think just um, a large a, a large part of what our team does that I think is really special, too, is just all the community service and stuff we're involved in. Um, I mean, when I first got to Maryland, our team was super involved with Team Impact and um, we had our, our teammate Finn who, uh, was awesome and an inspiration for us. And then uh, this past fall, getting to be the team leader and um, for for the Headstrong fundraiser we do every fall, where we, we grow out our mustaches and raise uh, money for for childhood cancer and um, for for families that are that are dealing with cancer and that are affecting them. Uh, and then even uh, this year, a bunch of guys uh, participated in another fundraiser where where they shaved their heads for childhood cancer, where. I think it was for every guy that shaved their head, a thousand dollars was donated. Um, and then even just getting to be able to use my own platform. And uh, I donated, you know, $500 of my NIL money this past winter to Blythdale Children's Hospital. So just being able to kind of use my platform and um, Maryland lacrosse's platform to, to help out others and um, has been really special. And I think something that, that stands out about our program and um, what we try and do not just trying to and exemplifying that we're not just trying to be the best players we could be, but, but people we can as well. And then <clears throat> in terms of an internship, I was able to have an internship last summer uh, using the, the Maryland lacrosse alumni network. Uh, they were really helpful and allowed me to get an opportunity where I was uh, working in New York city, uh, which was, which was really cool. Uh, so there's just so many different things that you can get involved in at a big university like Maryland, which, which makes it really special and the great place it is. So. I appreciate that, man. I love that um, the the community engagement piece, man. Like that, I feel like that's so important and so impactful, and and you know adds to that student athlete experience. Um, and definitely, um, like the younger um, you know students out there, and you know any type of young athletes coming up, but even community members like look at y'all as heroes. Um, and, and just being able to give back and being able to, like you said, Brett, like use your platform for that community engagement piece, but now also with this NIL element to be able to, um, you know, expand your brand um, well beyond the, the field and well beyond the classroom um, and also well beyond Maryland. So thanks for sharing that, Brett. No doubt. And then you know, my last kind of question about your, you know, time before we get into some beyond stuff uh, and then we'll revisit um, some quick hitters later, but uh, what resources or like who at Maryland is kind of like that shout out uh, moment, like who at Maryland would you like to kind of like shout, shout out and thank for um, helping you like during your time as a student athlete? Sonia, I'll start with you. Like anyone at all? Anyone at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to pick one. Um. I would say you can pick a few if you need. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would say definitely shout out Tim Bryson. He's been huge with just my 
professional track and life after um, life after Maryland. And um, honestly, my PTs too have been like another support system for me after I had surgery um, and we're awesome. So shout out Rob and Mike for sure. All right. Brad, what about you? Yeah, I got to give a big shout out to uh, our academic advisor, Heather Ariana. Uh, she does a lot in, in dealing with our team and all the other teams she deals with. She's got a lot of student athletes and uh, there's a lot on her plate, but somehow, some way she kind of deals with it uh, with ease and, and makes it look easy. And, and I know firsthand it's definitely not because you can go into her office any day and there's five people in there from, from different, three different sports teams asking her all kinds of questions. So she's been a huge help. And then like Sonia said, huge shout out to our athletic trainer, Anthony Benyarko. Uh, same thing. He's got uh, 50 guys he has to deal with every day and he does such a great job in making sure we're staying healthy and keeping us on the field. So huge shout out to Anthony and, and all he does for our team. Gosh, I appreciate that. And I'm sure I'll make sure that they uh, tune into this and, and hear that shout out, but I'm sure they're all proud of y'all and everything that you've been doing. Um, and looking at kind of beyond Maryland now, um, have a few questions. Um, so Brett, I know you're still in season and got some, some big goals, of course, um, to finish this season out uh, on top, but um, what do you hope to achieve um, personally, um, professionally in the near future? Yeah, for sure. Like you said, there's definitely uh, some big goals in mind right now that we'd like to accomplish as a team. And uh, right now it's kind of trying to keep it in that one day at a time perspective. Uh, there's so many great teams you got lined up on our schedule going forward with Hopkins this weekend and then Big Ten tournament play and hopefully uh, NCAA tournament going a nice little run there going forward. But in terms of the summer, trying to get another internship, I uh, just got accepted into the, the master's program, the, the business school, uh, business management master's program for next year. So really excited about that to uh, use my extra year of eligibility that I was granted through the NCAA from, from COVID to uh, get my master's, especially uh, to have the opportunity to do it through the Maryland Business School is really exceptional and something I'm really excited about. Um, but yeah, so those two things, like I said, trying to get another internship hopefully this summer and uh, trying to keep a couple options and, and get that, th that get that rolling. But uh, trying to focus on hopefully finishing the season strong and excited about being able to come back to Maryland for one more year. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Uh, Sonia, what about you? What are some of those goals that you hope to uh, achieve in, in the near future? Yeah, um, I'm definitely not fifth hearing. I don't think <laughs> my body could take it, that's for sure. Um, but I think going into um, next year, um, this summer, again, like Brett was saying, maybe trying to find an internship. Um, I was interning at a law firm uh, over winter break, actually, because that's like the most downtime we have all year because um, we have to be here on campus, but don't have any classes. So I was able to intern in a law firm like kind of close by. So maybe starting that up again, but um, law school is hopefully on the horizon. I'm actually visiting schools this weekend, so I hopefully will be able to make a decision um, going into next week and kind of get the ball rolling there and hopefully start my JV next semester. So, yeah. All right. Exciting stuff on the way for both of y'all. And Brett, definitely excited about um, the, the game versus Hopkins uh, this week, um, this weekend, but also um, hosting the Big Ten tournament. So definitely excited to be there in College Park for that. Um, and, and Sonia, best of luck on your visits uh, this weekend and enjoy that. Um, big fan of the Carolinas. So I'm sure you'll have a good time down there. Um, and kind of looking even further down the line, Sonia, I'll start with you first. I know going to law school, any particular type of law that you want to get into, but like, what is, like what's your ultimate kind of career goal? 
Yeah, um, that's a good question. I think <laughs> as of right now, I mean, obviously, just being an athlete my whole life, I think I would love to stay in the sports world um, and maybe go into like sports and entertainment law down down the line. But um, that could definitely change within the mm -hmm. next three years. So um, but right now, I feel like that's kind of where my head's at, um, just because I definitely like the pace of sports and and the community that you're able to build just being a part of the team and the community so um if i am able to stay in this in this area i'd i'd love to so yeah i love that and then brett you know being in communication but about to go to grad school and then also having that business minor and having some pr tied into it as well uh, what are some career goals that you have for yourself yeah um so I had a commercial real estate internship last summer, which I really enjoyed and, and was really cool and a, and a unique experience for me just being kind of in that business environment for the first time, uh, something that I wasn't really around growing up or, uh, you know, throughout any point of my life. So being able to have that experience was was definitely huge for me. It opened my eyes to a lot of things and in the professional world. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, having this fifth year and being able to do that master's program, I really hope to kind of narrow down exactly it is what I want to do and uh, since that, that program I'm doing is so broad, you're involved in so many different things, marketing, uh, finance, supply chain. Um, there's so many different avenues you can kind of specialize in and go down after that. So kind of hope that uh, with this extra year and, and going into that program, I can kind of use the great Maryland alumni network that this university has and being, uh, you know, a large Big Ten university uh, and having so many successful alums. Uh, hopefully I can kind of pick their brains and uh, find something that, that I'll enjoy going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the last two questions I have for y'all are um, fun questions, um, but um, a little a little tough as well. Um, the first one that I have is like, what does success um, mean and like look like to you? And this could be success for, you know, anything, not just, you know, as a student athlete, but like success moving forward. Um, and Sonia, I'll start first uh, with you. Oh, I mean, I think if everyone knew the answer to that, <laughs> a lot of people would be successful. But um, I think obviously being able to provide and support myself in the future is huge. But as long as I'm happy, I think <laughs> that's like the defining thing for me. I just want to make sure I'm happy doing whatever I'm doing um, in my life. So I think as long as I'm, you know, in good spirits and enjoy what I'm doing, I think that counts as being successful. So I like that. Yeah. Brett. Yeah. I would say success for me uh, in a broader sense, you know, it's not uh, the, the action of succeeding or, or winning or, or doing well. It's, it's just that, that trying that, that consistent effort getting, you know, knocked down nine times and being able to stand up that 10th time and, and persevere and, and continue to push and, and try as hard as you can and, and, and kind of just work your tail off and anything you do. Uh, like Sonia said, I want to be involved in something that, that motivates me where uh, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of involved in that team aspect where I'm working with people who are working towards a common goal, not just trying to, you know, increase their salary or, or their personal paycheck, but the work is meaningful. It, it, it can affect the world and, and make it a better place to, through what they're doing. Um, so that's something I want to be involved in. I think that's something that um, I'm kind of dreading and, and losing, you know, sports or, or moving on from. Uh, athletics and being part of a team is kind of that selflessness and that that working hard towards a common goal is something I'm really going to miss. So I hope I can find that in my professional life. 
Absolutely, man. And that's a, that's a great way to put it, man. Finding a professional life, uh, finding those communities are also, you know, finding that, that right role and that right, um, you know, career. Um, that's really for you. Uh, for me, uh, I definitely, you know, know I struggle with that. Uh, so I kind of got right into coaching the year after I you know, was done playing um, in college, but just finding that community, uh, finding people that, um, you know, have similar goals uh, as you and can keep you motivated. But and thanks both of y'all for sharing that. Um, and then the last thing I have for this beyond before we get into the quick hitters are what are some other things that you're passionate about? Like, what are those things that get you up in the morning or what are those things that you, you know, spend some time on uh, beyond being in the gym and beyond being on the field? Sonny, I'll start with you. Hmm. Like hobbies. Hobbies, yep. It could be hobbies, interests, anything like that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I think like hobbies. I think I like to listen to music a lot. So I think like since I was young, I've really liked music. So I consider that kind of a hobby. Yeah. Um, I wish I could say like I love to cook, but I suck at cooking. Um yeah, that's kind of all I got. <laughs> I got you. What, what you got on the playlist these days? Mm, kind of everything. We're actually going to a country concert this weekend, like a bunch okay. of my teammates. So right now it's kind of been a lot of country, which gotcha. I know is very controversial. A lot of people like hate or love that, but. Okay. Yeah, I can still, <laughs> still uh, use some improvement in the cooking uh, area as well. <laughs> um, but uh, ticks, I've been finding some TikTok recipes and some real recipes. So, you know, improving. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm getting there. <laughs> Brett, what about you? Yeah, I think uh, in terms of, like, what excites me and gets me out of bed in the morning, definitely just, like, my family. I mean, they uh, they mean the most to me. That's my why. I mean, anytime I'm feeling lazy or, uh, you know, keep hitting snooze on that alarm clock, just think of them. And uh, that's kind of all the motivation I need. And kind of always start my morning calling my parents, talk to my mom and dad probably every morning. So uh, that's my biggest why. And then, obviously, my brother's really, really close with them. Um so, you know, being one of four boys, kind of just growing up, everything was really competitive. And, um, you know, they're, those are my best friends. So uh, definitely my family, that's my biggest motivation and my why. And anytime I can talk to them, that's where I'm most at peace. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. And the final thing I have for y'all are just some final words. Um, like, you know, this is kind of to put the stamp on a senior send-off. Um, and the quick hitter questions, kind of like those first things that come to mind. Um, and the first one I have for y'all, it's a tough one, um, but Sonia, I'll start with you. What was your favorite moment as a student athlete at Maryland so far? Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of moments. Um, I think when I was able to tie the school record on bars, that was like huge for me. Um, I don't think I've ever felt that feeling before, like in my life, um, just having like my teammates around me and um having their support from my coaches too and all our support staff too. It was like an amazing feeling to be able to accomplish that. So I'd say that's probably like my number one biggest accomplishment. Absolutely. You know, had a big, big year this year. Um, so it was definitely exciting to follow along. Um, Brett, what about you? What was that signature moment um, so far during your time here at Maryland? Yeah, I would definitely say winning the conference tournament last year at Penn State uh, was definitely really special for me just because, uh, everything that team went through last year in terms of, you know, daily COVID testing and uh, kind of bubbling up, not being able to really see our families or, or interact with, the, with uh, family and friends after the games or, uh, you know, get to spend time with them. That was really, really hard. And uh, I think winning the Big Ten was kind of that, that moment for us where uh, we got to enjoy the fruits of our labor. Everything we put in and invested into that year 
Uh, and having that moment with that team was, was really, really special uh, and a culmination of, of the efforts and everything it took to kind of uh, stay disciplined and grounded and, and motivated. And then especially just in the Big Ten, such a competitive lacrosse conference, uh, getting to climb that mountain was really special and something I'll never forget. Uh, but I think my favorite moment is hopefully the next one. You know, I, it's kind of taking that page out of Tom Brady's book where uh, they ask him what his favorite ring is and he says the next one. Uh, that's kind of the mentality I'm trying to have and, and this team is trying to have. We're kind of worried about what's in front of us and uh, trying to take advantage of, of everything that's in our way. So hopefully uh, we continue to keep it rolling and uh, hopefully we can continue to reach those uh, objectives. Absolutely, man. I love that one. I love the next one being the, being the best one uh, for sure. And next question I have is like, what's something that you learned um, during your, your time here at Maryland? that uh, that you'll you know kind of keep with you once you leave here. Sonia. Um I think the biggest thing I've learned is probably just that I have more time than I think I do to figure everything out. Um because I think freshman year it was easy to kind of look at the grand scheme of things and think that, you know, I had to pick a major by next semester. I had to have this certain GPA by the end of the semester in order to make, you know, this scholar letter um, by next semester and make sure that I had my resume built up. But um, I think in the end, you just have to realize you have so much, so much more time than you think you do. Um, and a lot of people are here to help and support you. So yeah, time I think is like huge. Absolutely. Brett? Yeah, I think kind of just like how it like learning how to deal with failure, I think, was like something that was really big for me. I mean, uh, I mean, kind of in high school, like any athlete that's playing at a Division One university, especially a school like Maryland, you know, you were most likely in high school, uh, the best athlete on your team or the best player. And you probably did well in school and school was easier and um, whatever it may be. Uh, but kind of just like coming to Maryland, I, I realized really early that you know, it's hard being a student athlete. There's days where, you know, you have practice for, for three hours and then you have a uh, five page paper you got to submit at midnight and there's, there's long nights and, and early mornings and kind of just learning how to persevere through all that. Uh, I think Maryland, for anybody that, that can be a student athlete here and, and kind of make it through four years here and do well, uh, you're going to be able to do a lot of things in the real world. So uh, kind of just learning how to deal with failure and overcoming adversity and different obstacles. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right. And on this one, maybe the toughest question, but one word, just one word to describe your experience as a Terp. Sonia, I'll start with you. One word. Hmm. One word. I would say from my my personal like experience of, of the past four years, I would say it's probably just resilience. Um, I think that was like one of our team mottos a couple of years ago, um, especially during COVID. And um, like, you know, Brett was saying with failure, that's huge too. Um, but just being able to, to get back up when everything seems to be against you um, in the world and um, being able to, you know, handle everything that's on your plate regardless and, you know, getting the job done because that's just what you got to do. And there's no other option. I think that that's just um, huge. So yeah, I would say resilience. Gotcha. Great word. Uh, Brett, how about you? What's that one word? Uh, I would say exciting. Exciting. Um, I love Maryland and, and being a student athlete for so many reasons, but just because uh, you always got to be on your toes. You know, there's always a curveball that's going to be thrown at you, whether it's a really hard school week or 
uh, a tough week of practice where things just kind of aren't going your way on the field. Uh, it's it, but it is exciting. You know, that's, that's the beauty of it, that there's never a dull moment. There's never a time where I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm bored or, or sitting around. There's always something I feel like I can do and uh, kind of always just feel like I can continue to, to push forward and, and try and reach my goals personally and uh, collectively with my teammates. So uh, definitely just, just exciting, never a dull moment. And uh, there's always something to, to achieve, which, which I love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and the final question, Brett, I'll start with you. Um, and then Sonia, I'll let you finish, uh, close this out here. But what's that one piece of advice that you as a senior would like to offer to all the student athletes out there? Yeah, I think uh, I said it before, kind of touched on it. Just don't be discouraged. Don't ever get discouraged and uh, don't feel fa fear failure. You know, that's that's part of it. That's part of um, being in college. That's part of the experience of being a student athlete. Uh, it's never easy. You know, if it, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Uh, everyone you went to high school would be doing it, but you're here for a reason because you're special. You were blessed with so many talents and gifted with so many things. So don't ever be discouraged. You're here for a reason and uh, just stay true to yourself and, and everything will fall into place and work out for you in the long end, long run. Well, wise words from Brett. Um, Sonia, what are your final wise words for, for the student athletes out there? Yeah, I would say, Honestly, it might be super simple, but just try and enjoy your time as much as you can, because um, I mean, there's so many great people here. You get to meet so many friends that are probably going to be your lifelong friends for the rest of your life. Um, I mean, my like roommates are probably going to be in my wedding one day. Um, my just I mean, it, it goes by in the blink of an eye. So, um, you know, leaving in this next month, I think looking back and just trying to enjoy every practice you get to do try to enjoy every time you're on that field or every time you're on the mat um um and really just you know take it all in and um enjoy it love the people that are around you um take it day by day um because it all just it goes away really quick so um yeah I guess just enjoy what you're doing Absolutely. Absolutely. And both of y'all, I want to thank y'all for your time here today. Do y'all want to plug any of y'all social media or anything, or I can just put it in a, the episode notes up to y'all. <laughs> um, I mean, if you want, you can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> it's Sonia Glauber, but <laughs> Yeah. Same thing. Uh, Instagram, Brett Maycar one, uh, Twitter at Brett Maycar. So. All right. All right. But yeah, definitely appreciated this conversation Um, two seniors who are showing, a, you know, showing a great example and doing things the right way. And I'm excited uh, for both of y'all to continue y'all careers on uh, Sonia beyond Maryland, Brett um, coming back from Maryland for another year, but also beyond Maryland down the line. So uh, thank you all for your time here today to our listeners out there. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Maryland made podcast. Please be sure to download, subscribe and share our episodes on Apple, Spotify and YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, so you never miss an episode and make sure you're following Maryland made on Instagram and Twitter at MD made Terps and connect with us on LinkedIn as well. And until next time, we're out.